Hey everybody, it's time to talk geospatial again here on Everyday Geo. Hi everybody, this is JB. I'm your host here on Everyday Geo. And today we have another geospatial user to learn more about. Uh, joining me today is Sochitil. I think I, I probably butchered the name, Soto. And she's located in the San Francisco area. Hey there, so how you doing? Hi, I'm fine. And you? I'm doing good. It's kind of uh, chilly here on the East Coast. How are things out there on the West Coast? Uh, yeah, it's, it's sunny. Today is sunny. Yesterday it was raining, but today is a very good day. It's usually pretty good days overall in California, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So um, we've talked uh, a little bit before this show, and you've been in the geospatial field for about about 10 years or so. Uh, what are you currently up to now? I am uh, currently doing some kind of research uh, for my university in Mexico. Uh, what kind of research are you working on? Uh, this is a geospatial pro uh, project that I'm, I'm currently planning to develop a web map application in order to help um, the, professor, uh, the professors and students on the field trip in, in the, on the subject, like uh, geography, geology, something like that. That sounds very interesting. It should be very helpful, too. You know, um, one of the, you know, I usually ask all the guests pretty much the same questions because everybody has a different answer. And I'm sure you're not going to be any different with your answers. Um, what is your background regarding geospatial? I mean, did you did you always want to be inside of the geospatial realm or did you go to school for something else and GIS took over? Or, you know, how did you get started? Okay, I started my geospatial career studying the Bachelor of Science in Geography in Mexico City. This is why I specialize in cartography. And then I... Um, Discover this digital world of the EIS. So I just start doing um, like uh, interning. I don't I don't know if this, it is the correct name. Yeah, like when you are a student and you are working like a part time in a private uh, company or government per, uh, company in order to gain the the experience that is gonna help you later. Yep, interning is the Intern. correct word. Okay, okay, perfect. And, yeah. and how long? How long were you an intern? Oh, was like uh, six up to six uh, up to eight months. Then I um, get promoted as a full time on this uh, government uh, company. So I, I bet you. Uh, it's a government group or a, a company that works for the government? Indeed, it was, yeah. I worked directly in the government group and uh, agriculture, but okay. was, uh, the um, the company that hired me is like a, like a tier party. So you did some, oh, so you worked for the agriculture group. All right. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Did you have any good projects that you worked on uh, with that group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, was very interesting. Uh, my first project was in remote sensing. Uh, I was able to calculate and to estimate the crop areas in in the Mexico um, 
agriculture um, area. And also, uh, we have some projects like, it was like oh, 12 years ago, like when a hurricane uh, hits the area the, that is on the uh, crop area, we have to estimate all the damage using the remote sensing and the GIS. So it was very interesting. Wow. Yeah. Out of all the projects that you've been working on, what has been the most, what's the one you've enjoyed the most? To be honest, honest, sorry, I enjoyed every project that I had been uh, working at, like from how to estimate the crop estimation using the remote sensing uh, with a satellite image, uh, and also how to uh, use the EIS in order to improve the um, routine. Um, elements in a urban map or also how to plan and organize a GIS project in a urban security uh, project. So I think that every every project that I have been involved have a very interesting part and special uh, thing to, to remember and how to develop uh, like the for uh, projects. Okay, so you you like them all. There, you don't have a particular favorite project. Yeah, no, no, no. I really enjoy every every single uh, project. Like, yeah, have a special memory for me. Do you have any project that you that you didn't like, or did you like them all? Yeah, I, I really like uh, all. Maybe um, the pro the project that is involved like the uh, field work. Like uh, how to obtain the updated uh, streets and uh, from the um, from the car was a little bit complicated for me. Like uh, <laughs> how to coordinate? Uh, yeah, this is the street name. This is the house number name. And how to update on the map? Maybe it's gonna be like the the thing that was a little complicated. How to coordinate that? <laughs> how how did you go about solving that problem? Um. Uh, Maybe practice because sometimes I got so dizzy when I, I am re uh, reading, like uh, using the computer while uh, I am in the car. So my solution was to uh, practice like reading uh, when I was on the bus, something like that, and reading, reading, reading in order to uh, decrease this dizzy feeling. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> So, um, what uh, back to software? I mean, you did a lot of uh, remote sensing when you first started out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what was the first package software package that you used for remote sensing? For remote sensing, I use uh, Erdas Imagine, the version eight point six. Who was long okay. time ago? <laughs> that is a long time ago. Yeah. I remember. I remember that version. <laughs> Yeah, and also we were using the, the first GIS uh, software I used and I uh, discovered was RView, the 3.2 version. Which one? The 3.2 version. Of which software? RView. Oh, ArcView, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, ArcView for your GIS and Eridos Imagine for your uh, remote. remote. Yeah. yeah. Mine too, along with a couple of other packages, you know, Idrisy and Grass. I used those too back in the day. Uh, yeah, Grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me, it was the first that, oh, 
Well, what do you what do you use now? Do you still you are you still using Imagine? Or are you using um, ArcGIS or or something else? Uh, ArcGIS, I am still using in order to keep updating to the like news news update that now they are like uh, migrating to from ArcGIS um, desktop to ArcGIS Pro, but also I am a very uh, active on the open source uh, package, like QGIS, like Postgres with PostGIS, like your server, open layers. Okay, so you're getting into a lot more open source. You're getting sorry, into sorry? a lot more open source now. Yeah, yeah, now currently, because I am like, uh, currently I am like studying, doing some uh, personal research. So... I'm getting involved in these uh, open source technologies. Well, it, it's free, so it's, it's a good resource to use, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you sent me a link um, when we were talking in email <laughs> of a map, uh, and I checked it out. Could you Can you tell me what that map is about? Yeah, actually, the, uh, this map I uh, developed um, in order to... Um, Get my, um, how can I say, my thesis? Oh, your thesis? Okay. Yeah, because um, even like I finished my my subject or my um, bachelor in geography like almost eight years ago, I couldn't, uh, um, I couldn't did my thesis until last year. So last year I uh, developed this this project, this web map uh, application that is related to the activities that they are doing. Ah, sorry, it's in Spanish. <laughs> I, I, I have to that... update in like in English. But the main idea is like to have this uh, web map for this uh, group, a mountaineer group in my university. And they could, uh, not, not, not only you can see the map as, as is on the, this uh, link, the um, members of this uh, club can uh, add more uh, points related activities, or also can update the the points. Oh, so you've made it you've made it editable so that the mountaineering club, when they find a new yeah. new trail or, or yeah, a new yeah. point, they can just add it to the map. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Okay. And yeah, I also create like the this is like the the public version that is only the map. Uh, but the members, they have like the QGIS um, project and they can enable and edit. And you only can see um, like 50 points. But indeed, uh, we have like 100 points. The other points are um, disabled because maybe um, in the climbing area, they are doing some... Um, kind of uh, research or something like that, that they, they don't want to release the, the location of the points uh, at this moment, maybe on the future or something like that. So I create like the public version and also like the internal version. Very nice. Um, are you using open layers? Are you using yeah. open layers for the web server? Yeah, open, open layers for the web map, uh, your server for the web map, uh, application, PostGIS, really, to, to 
to maintain and, and, and update the, the your spatial information. And in this case, uh, I host the, the web map application in AWS. <laughs> it's like the only no uh, open source project. <laughs> <laughs> no, more and more people are using AWS now to host their stuff for sure. The cloud. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah, like. The, I am a geographer. Yeah, I have a little uh, background of uh, software development and IT, but this is not my specialty. Uh, sorry, this is not like uh, like my main knowledge. No, how to handle the server, how to set up, blah blah blah, the firewall. This is this is why I use AWS. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't blame you. More and more people are using AWS. That's for sure. So. Um, <laughs> You know, out of all those software packages that you've been using, which one's your favorite? Which one do you use mo mostly? Oh, it's hard to decide because depend on the project. Um, when I was working on the private companies, we use a lot of the RDIS software. Right. Like for children. But for other company uh, that we were using um, more photogrammetric uh, projects, Obviously, we use Imagine, right. Erdas Imagine. Uh, like ten years ago, we were using the the Apollo Suite from from Erdas. That I don't know is is still uh, working or something. No, the er, the Erdas Apollo oh, package. Yeah, the it's it's still around. I don't know what's going to happen to it with with the whole Luciad acquisition, mm -hmm. uh, but. It'll be interesting to find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's what do you like best about the software? Not not just Apollo, but you know, when you're doing something in your software, what do you like? What do you like about the software? Um, maybe the interoperability uh, between another software, like for instance, um, the package that have your server, PostgreSQL, and QGIS. I really like it because they have the internal plugins that you can connect, and it's very easy to 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 use and to to create your own uh, project. You don't have like a oh I now I have to enable the um, how how can I connect the database through the GIS and how the the this um, the data is going to be unlocked on the on the server. So right, yeah, the, 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 this is a very cool uh, a feature that yeah. Have. That's the nice thing about open source, yeah. you know. I mean, you don't you've got um, you don't have to worry about proprietary formats and proprietary workflows. Things just if they if they stick to the standards, they just work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Exactly, and also they're um, following the stand standards of the OGC. Yep, OGC standards are important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Exactly. Now, what about anything that frustrates you with software? Um, maybe related uh, to the open source, like they have a very big community. You can you can um, find almost uh, every uh, almost the question that that you are looking for. But sometimes you are looking for, or you have a, a special feature that you couldn't find. And you spend like uh, more time, no? Like, for example, from Open Layers, I was dealing how to what was 
uh, add an object, something like that. And I couldn't find on the forums, on their, even on the manual. And I spent a lot of time trying to figure out how can I enable the object on the open layers. Yeah, that's that's the um, that's the downside of open source. I mean, since there's no real structured support or document, I mean, they do write documentation, and you can usually ask forums and stuff like that. But it's not like an Esri where you can call call support and get an answer right away. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is why uh, how they they encourage like, okay, you like the software, you like the open source. You can also join to the community, no, and and strong this kind of uh, of support, no. Right. Yeah. I mean, they've got different groups, and you can also. I mean, there's companies like Boundless. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, they specialize in open source, and they can, but they, you know, they're going to charge a fee for certain things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Now, since you've been in the industry, you've used a lot of different software. What are the changes that you've seen in the industry and how has it affected your workflow? Mm, the first uh, change that I, that I uh, noticed and uh, the most, uh, I don't know, the most common was like when I began my, my, to study my career geography 12 years ago, like uh, the, the maps, the, the digital maps, they are not uh, so common. And nowadays, it's like, a, okay, everybody knows Google Maps. Everybody knows uh, how to to get to a certain location. Right. Everybody has a map on their app now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I, And I, I, I remember those days back when we were looking for digital maps and, mm-hmm. you know, you're trying to find a DOQ or a quarter quad and you have to download it. And, and you know, but now you get much better data from Apple Maps. Yeah, you you have like several kind of uh, resources sources like uh, the spot, the digital globe. They have also like twelve years ago, you couldn't imagine like you're going to get the, the data from drones, no? Like <laughs> you have to go to the field exactly and get the <laughs> the 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 points or kind of this, no? Right. And with your with your remote sensing background, what do you think about all these new satellite? I mean, look at Digital Globe and how many satellites they have now that they've joined, merged with MDA and become reliant and and all that. I mean, uh, do you remember how long? I mean, it wasn't too many years ago. It was hard to get imagery for a particular area because there wasn't that many satellites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also remember, like. If you want like to a specific area, you have to wait like uh, how often the the satellite is going to pass, no, to to to, the, to this area, and then you have to get like the road imagery and your reference and orthorectified, and then doing post processing uh, post processing uh, action, no. I know it's like uh, okay, what area do you want? How often do you want? We don't. We have several uh, time frames, and all the post-processing uh, actions they are uh, kind of automating now. Yeah. So I mean, now it's like now you yeah. can get on their website. Yeah, like you said, select an area. Say, I need these time periods, and I want it ortho rectified with an NDVI, and yeah, it, it's like 
I don't need to do any more work. But, you know, I, I kind of miss some of that stuff, though, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the storage, because I remember on the storage, um, the, um, how can I say, the computer, if you want to, to do like a, like a image classification or a fusion, you have to have a very good uh, PC machine to process, and you have to wait maybe up to two hours, no, to get the the fusion of the image. Yes, I remember. And now, yeah, and now it's like a, okay, yeah, they have some uh, cloud service that they are going to process the information so quickly, and and you you don't have to worry about the storage, no, because they they have like the the cloud storage or now the um, the space from the um, and the computers are much uh, bigger than yeah. than before. And now you don't even have to worry about downloading the imagery. You can just stream it in as a service after you've done analysis on it in the cloud. Yeah. Also, also that like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. There's been a lot of changes in the technologies, remote sensing and GIS. Yeah, uh, yes. And, and with, yeah. with all those changes that we have seen over the years, how hard has it been for you to stay up to date with the newest, latest, and greatest? Yeah, it's gonna be like maybe you have to to focus on certain activity or, or project, no? Like for my case, I had been uh, working on the urban uh, planification. So when I attend like a, a forum two years or three years ago. They were talking about the the big data, the AI, how to use on the urban planification, and I was thinking like, oh my god, I am still like kind of learning the how to how to create a develop the open web uh, map, and then here they are like looking for big data, no, like oh, but I focus like okay, what what I need. How can I improve through these new technologies and follow like one or two projects in order to track the these new technologies? No, right. A lot of stuff to stay in touch, up to date with, and and it does. A lot of times, people focus on the on the project they're working on at that time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because otherwise, uh, maybe you can get crazy, no, with all these technologies. So close to you, like oh no, I I'm so I I couldn't uh, follow the 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 same uh, flow of this uh, technology, no. <laughs> there's there's really for me there's way too much out there that I'm interested in. I, I get into uh, mm-hmm. I start start running around in circles, you know, you know, ooh, I need oh. I, I want to learn a little bit of JavaScript. Ooh, I've got to do Python. Ooh, I want to do PHP. Oh. Ooh, I want to fly a drone. You know, there's I can't keep up with yeah. it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do you do you read any uh, geospatial blogs out there to help you stay in touch with uh, what's going on? No, yet. Currently, not so much. I used to follow like on LinkedIn the the um, main the companies um, through the website. I try like to to follow this kind of uh, the forums or something like that. No, like for open source, like the Foes for G, right? Like oh, or also for for every how the 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 event that they used to have and. Everything. 
Now, Foss4G, you just went to that conference not too long ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went the last year. <laughs> do you go to any? Do you try to go to any other conferences? Do you think they're worth going to? In United States, I only went to this Foss4G. Uh, in Mexico, I used to went to some uh, local or regional forums related to just fashion. And maybe in the future, I, I would like to attend like um, maybe for commercial software like Esri, like the the Esri annual uh, forum. <laughs> that is right. So famous. Also for Hexagon. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe also I, I will be still um, looking for the open source, like the FOSS4G. How was the FOSS4G conference? Was it a good conference? Yeah, I really, I really like it. Cause it was like the first time that I could experience the EIS outside my country, no? Because even though that um, on the regional uh, conference and forums that I attend in Mexico, they have several uh, projects uh, within the the world, no? Like what they are doing in the United States or in Finland or another place, but attending. Um, conference in United States also could open my, my mind, no? what they are doing here in the United States, what is like the the similar project that they are doing between Mexico and United States or another part of the world. The technology that we were using and also how can I um, apply or how can I uh, keep um, learning about this technology, open source technologies. I need to try to get to that. I've never been to that particular conference. I do want to try to attend sometime. I hope it comes close by. Um, I'm not even sure what's going to be this year. I need to look that up. But um, I'm glad you had a good time, and I'm glad you learned a lot of good stuff there. Yeah, 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 because um, also I have the opportunity to attend like um, like a workshop related um, advanced special functions using PostGIS. Because... Uh, I just told before I am currently studying and, and using the PostGIS, the, the open source, and attend this this workshop and gave me also more like tools or more ideas. No, how how can I develop my my special functions functions using the PostGIS? Also, I met uh, several uh, people, important people, like, oh, from the open source community. Networking yeah. is always good at those shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do you do you watch any webinars to help you stay abreast with technology? The webinar that I used to watch or attend is like the for the commercial, as I say, like Esri and Esri, Esri mostly. <laughs> yeah, were they were they helpful? Yeah, they're helpful in other like like currently, no? Um, they are like trying to. Uh, the 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 user used to more the RGIS Pro instead the the kind of older version of RGIS uh, desktop, no? Right. And they are also they are giving you like um, webinars or kind of uh, free uh, uh, courses in order to to look of of this uh, new software. No, it's not it's not like a software. The RGIS Pro. But it's like the the new release that they are going to use, no? Yeah, I mean, I think it's more of a like a 
to me, it, it's still it's desktop cost. Des- it's a combination between desktop software and subscription mm-hmm. or software as a service. I mean, because you got to log into Arc Online, you have to have an Arc Online organization. It, from what I've learned so far, I've been messing with it a little bit here on my own, trying to learn more about it. It, it, it seems nice. Uh, it's going to be definitely different than what people are are used to, but I think it'll work out well for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is what we are going to use in the future. Like when we were like uh, using Arview, the 3.2, that everybody has the, their own project, their own uh, plugins on Avenue, <laughs> and then changed to the RDIS uh, desktop, was like a big change, no? Like, oh, yeah. what we are going to do? How can we are going to migrate the the files, the projects, and everything. <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to change everything that you did before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's part of this. Now you're 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 still a student, right? Student? No, I actually finished the. I will say like paperwork to get my bachelor degree. Okay. But yeah, also I am like. Um, if not, I'm going to. I, I'm I'm planning to 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 do the master's degree in in GIS. Also, I, I consider to, because I am the in the Bay Area, no? There are many boot camps here. Like you can you can learn and you can uh, get involved on the software development. So also, I, I was thinking about like maybe I gonna I gonna spend a time to to learn how to code and how to use this um, programming language into the GIS. So. If you were to talk to a current student or somebody who was thinking of going to school to learn geospatial technology, do you have any piece of advice for that person as they start to start their begin their career? Mm-hmm. Yep. As for many careers, maybe my main advice is like to be passionate. No? Like if you really like to 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 study or to work on the geospatial um, technologies, like be passionate of, of, of doing that, no? Doing like, for my case, I love doing maps wherever, like using a commercial or open source, no? Sometimes gonna be complicated, sometimes gonna be frustrating because through these new technologies or, or maybe through how you are going to learn about. Sometimes you're going to fail. It's common. It's, it's normal. But then when you see like the the results, your your map or your web map application or something like that, it's going to be so amazing. No? So keep going. That's good advice. I mean, no matter what job that you do, if, if you don't enjoy the work, it's it's not it's going to seem like a job and it's going to, it's not going to be gratifying. And so I, you know, I, I'm 100% with you. I mean, that's why I do what I'm doing here with this podcast is because I like talking to people and finding out how they got involved with it. I like geospatial technology. I'm a geospatial nerd. I try to keep mm-hmm. up with as much stuff as I can, and this is a way to help. And I like sharing stories. So yeah, you, oh. you need a passion. Uh, and, and, and if your work can be your passion, then things are going to work out pretty well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. So as we begin to, to, to wrap things up, if, if somebody wanted to contact you, maybe you know, maybe they need help with um, doing a map or maybe they need help with open layers or, or maybe even uh, some translation stuff. 
how can they reach you? Yeah, they can reach me at my personal mail. That is W O O N E A T at gmail.com. Okay, so I don't know if my pronunciation is very good. <laughs> that's all right. That's W O M E A T at gmail.com. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you can write me even in English or Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're one up on me. I, I, I never got, I took Latin. I don't get a whole lot of emails in Latin. So, you know, um, I should have taken Spanish. But um, okay. <laughs> if you want to learn Spanish, it's gonna be a good idea. <laughs> I, I need to learn Spanish. Oh my goodness! <laughs> okay, great. So I will make sure that I put that on the podcast page so people can contact you. Also, I'll also put a link on the page to your web map so people can see uh, the work that you did with a, a geo server and, and uh, open layers and stuff like that, and, and the hiking, the mountaineering club there in Mexico. Okay, okay. Yeah, I hope I, I, I have to date. I, I, I want to like put out uh, in Spanish and English. Hopefully on these days I'm gonna have in Spanish in sorry, in English version. No hey, no worries. Uh the lot the translators on the um I was able to read some of it uh from by, by just using the translator on the browsers nowadays. Oh okay, okay yeah yeah I'm gonna help. Okay, everybody, that's going to wrap up another episode of Everyday Geo. And thanks to my guest for appearing today. She was very interesting to learn more about what she's been doing. And I hope that you have learned something too. So until the next episode, everybody have a great day. Bye-bye.